And welcome to Tuesday's edition of the Hometown Headlines newscast. John Druckenmiller at hometownheadlines.com with you this morning. A lot happening out there this morning. Let's get right to it. Number one story is your weather. Several alerts for our area. The wear mechanical weather alert. We've seen rainfall above a half inch already. Yes, a slight hint of snow way up in Dalton. Gusts here as high as 33 miles an hour. We have a wind advisory in effect till 7 tonight. Power is out for more than 200 people across northwest Georgia. That's tree limbs and trees coming down on power lines. Wind chill was 33 degrees here at last watch. We have a freeze warning in effect tonight as well. Tomorrow, temperature probably will not get above 40 degrees. Way too early for this in mid-November. We'll have continuing weather coverage for you all day today on HometownHeadlines.com. Other sad news this morning, a Calhoun man, 18 years old, died Sunday morning in Dalton, a hit-and-run accident. Search is underway for the killer in that accident. Even Saturday, this young man lost his father, the former postmaster of Somerville, in a motorcycle accident in June 2018. Another sad story from the weekend. Funeral services are now set for a nine-year-old cheerleader from Menlo Elementary killed in a Tryon accident on Saturday. Friends already have raised more than $7,000 to assist with the young girl's funeral. Heard on the tweet, rumors, and other updates out there, we're hearing another November business surprise could come down this week. Also, a toast with your toast this coming Sunday morning. you got to read Buzz to find out why. Uh, we have a late start for the Mall Santa this year, and believe it or not, a good week for missing person reports here in Floyd County. Our Buzz today, the Forum on Ice, returns this coming Sunday with an ice slide this year. That should be a lot of fun. Uh, the Georgia Northwestern Board elects a new chair and vice chair. Believe it or not, the tree walk delayed by rain from Halloween is today. The rain will be out of the way, but bundle up. It will be cold out there. Also, an important lecture coming up at Barry on Wednesday evening. Barry's lecture is a look at bridging health care and Hispanic cultural differences, 6 to 7 p.m. Details in today's buzz section. Of course, today, the newscast, our audio headlines right here, and we're going to have a rant in just minutes on the big switch one year later. Obituaries today, we say farewell to Mr. George Carey Corbin, Mr. Larry Ellison, Mrs. Willie May Height, Mr. Charles Lee, Mrs. Letha Lewis, and Ms. Helen Jeanette Sanford. Our public health restaurant inspection scores return Wednesday. They were all off Monday for Veterans Day. Greater Community Bank Crime Watch section updates from Floyd, Bartow, and Polk counties now on the website. The Truett's Chick-fil-A Sports Report, it's a busy one today. Number one, John McClellan's high school playoff picks for Friday has been updated, by the way. We now know what the uh, single A ratings in schools are going to be. Darlington has a bye this week in the playoffs. Tryon will play Commerce. We have those updates to John's column for you today. Also today, uh, Darlington is among the schools seeking to move up from A private to 2A classification. That could be decided today by the Georgia High School Association. We have a ton of honors today for Barry College volleyball, soccer, and football players and team members. Good stuff there. Also, we have some photos. How about 150 of them? We have links to them, we should say, to Pee Wee and Junior Pee Wee Championship football stuff from the weekend. Good stuff there, too, as well. Don't forget college football this weekend. Barry Vikings at home versus Austin at 2 p.m. Shorter Hawks close out the season at Florida Tech in Melbourne, Florida at 3 p.m. Atlanta Falcons play at Carolina this coming 
coming Sunday, 1 p.m. Still hearing a lot of good buzz about their big win over North Carolina. Pardon me, out of New Orleans this past Sunday. All right, rant of the day. How about this one? A year in the life of economic development in Floyd County. A year ago this week, the Floyd County Commission snuck one by the community. In a surprise 5-0 vote, the commissioners started the drive to separate economic development from the Rome Floyd Chamber. Never mind that they had no operating model in hand, they were clueless about how to fund it. They expected the Rome City Commission to blindly follow their blind pitch, only to have several commissioners scream, in words of Lee Corso, not so fast, as they asked for more details about the deal. Yep, minor details there, right? Regardless, the mad rush was on to create a city-county-controlled economic development panel, one like the model that was actually trashed by our community two or three generations ago, make that decades ago. And all the while, the demolition of the Rome Floyd Chamber was underway. Al Hodge left, Ken Wright has now left months later, Heather Seckman has been plucked to join the new economic development team, and a president has been hired for the new economic development team from a much smaller Polk County to lead Floyd County recruitment efforts at a salary, by the way, of $139,000 a year. All the while, the existing deals the Chamber had meticulously been working on for months gelled at one time almost, most associated with the Greater Rome Existing Industries Association. Think about it. International Paper, Ball Corp, and other multi-million dollar deals all came to fruition. Some existing industry spots were filled, like one at the airport, for example. Two new foreign companies came to town. The Chamber model was working even as they took it apart. In reality, the Rome Floyd Chamber, as the economic development arm of the community, had a banner year. Those past efforts that had been nurtured for so long paid off to a tune of more than $400 million, if not more. So where's the celebration? Where's the community-wide high fives? Where's Georgia Trend or even Forbes magazine to again tell the state and nation about a whiz-bang year of economic development anchored by one Riverside Parkway at the intersection of Broad Street in downtown Rome, Georgia. And how do you think the county commission looks a year later after the back-to-back-to-back successes of the chamber economic model? How do you think the incumbent commissioners who voted yes, all of them, by the way, to separate economic development feel right now as several of them look at re-election in 2020? Think for a second. How do you pitch your vote to move economic development from under the chamber as a plus for your time in office when it happened just at the time when the chamber's efforts are paying off major league? Please, people don't realize that some of these deals take years to gel. Just look at the Lowe's deal. That was a six-year courtship. And how do you call a success when you see a cash cow in this development talk, that being existing industry, tells the new economic development team, thanks but no thanks. Better yet, the exact quote is not only no, but hell no. They don't want to move under the new economic development arrangement. How exactly is that a win again? We're just a week out from seeing two incumbent city commissioners voted out of office. Yes, one of the architects of the Chamber Revolt won a new term, but that is now the so-called Mr. Rourke and his buddy tattoo on a city commission suddenly find themselves on a tiny little island isolated from the rest of the new commission. Just wait till you see what these three new commissioners bring to the city of Rome. Will we see a similar scenario in the county commission with elections in 2020? Keep in mind that election is closer than you think. 
So looking back a year ago to right now, is the Roman Floyd economic development team as strong as it was? Is it as well connected as it was? Does anyone have that contact list in their smartphone that connects immediately to Washington, D.C., multiple spots in Japan, and maybe, just maybe, a few international automakers as well? Please fill in your own answers here. From our perspective, we're not celebrating the first anniversary of the so-called big switch, but we do think it is past time that we celebrate the former Rome Floyd Chamber for a banner year even as it was being picked apart by politicians who, quote, know more about economic development than anyone else in this room, end quote. Suffice it to say, if that's the case, we're waiting. This is John Druckermiller at HometownHeadlines.com thanking you for your time today. Again, continuing updates all day long on the website with our weather. It's not going to get much better between now and Wednesday. We'll have continuing details for you as well. Right now, time to get out of here. We want to open and close, as we always do, with the great work by Harry Musselwhite himself with Funky Druck. Have a great day in northwest Georgia, and please be extra careful out there.